Yo, what up, bro? It's Royal Rumble weekend. Are you ready? Freak yo, freak yo, freak yo. Oh, yeah. Let's do real quick. Houston, we have a problem. Yes! Gotcha. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Wrestling Realm Now podcast. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. I'm with my brother, the remarkable, the impeccable, 11 years in, the real Dwayne Allen. <laughs> now he can What's... have his proper intro. <laughs> you know what the crazy part is? When you said 11, I'm like, wait a minute. I thought he was about to say 11-time world champion. <laughs> like, never, wait, oh no, no, sorry. Going I think when direction. we started, I think when we started, John Cena or Triple H, one of them was probably about 11 time world champion. Probably most of John Cena. It's somewhere around that. <laughs> but what's up, bro? How you feeling? I'm chilling, man. What's cracking? How you feeling? Are you good? Man, oh, I'm I'm great. So look, <laughs> I just got these headphones yesterday, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And the music sounds 20 times better. <laughs> really? Yes, I'm seeing You know what? Like, I, I noticed. I know they can't see me, but I can see you. I noticed the red at the top. I didn't know, like, is that the screen or did the, the brother get new headphones? <laughs> yeah, uh, I would have preferred not to have like all this red up here, but <laughs> don't um, don't be shy of the red. You know I'm a red guy. Yeah, I, I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And, and, wow, that was a chair shot to the head. Undertaker, I got Royal Rumble 1994 on. Um, but yeah, I was sitting here, I was like, wow, like these joints are all right, and then the music just sounds 10 times better. But um, yeah, uh, it's funny because um I told brother Hugh, he just came mm-hmm. past, he dropped me off a, a controller in the game, and I said, Man, I said, Yeah, uh, I said, I'm pretty sure when I get on the show, I'm, I'm definitely gonna mention you. Uh, because I was thinking about the two-step again. Uh oh, the Baltimore <laughs> two-step. Hey, now that I remembered it twice, that means we gotta do it. We we gotta do the video. You think we can pull it off? I, th- I, I, I mean, are, are you and I involved in this project? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a layup. <laughs> Look, what we, we, what people don't understand about that NWO project, right? Uh-huh. All the time and just discussion that went into it. And then we started discussing this when I was in Connecticut, Bristol, Connecticut. Very cold. Very cold. Like 20 degrees here is nothing there. I'm no, talking that's not cool. negative 20 degrees up there. But, Unacceptable. Right. <laughs> you like, and the thing you was trying to recruit me up there, brother. But, um, uh-uh. <laughs> nothing much your realness, no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, when we talked about that, and then a year and a half, two years later, executed it, and the response from non wrestling fans that mm-hmm. lets you know we could do everything, everything, everything. So, yeah, I. I we can get it done. <laughs> no, nah, still, still to this day, man. I think um, 
if nobody else really watched it or understood it or liked it, mm-hmm. the fact that, like I said, I will say this a thousand times, the one who actually produced those segments gave us the thumbs up, man. I'd see Eric Bischoff had say like outstanding work, gents. It's, I think it's still pinned on our Twitter page. Is it? Is it still pinned? Of course. That and it's it's probably gonna say that until something better comes along. But and Hulk Hogan followed us after that. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, Hogan did follow us. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was real. Like uh, I like that a lot. Like that. I'm always a quality over quantity kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So it's not about everybody watching. It's about the right people watching and the right person watched. So I can appreciate it. Exactly, man. Exactly. But um, you know, before we get into this wrestling stuff, how you feeling? I'm anxious, man. Okay, I'm anxious. There's, 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 there's a lot of buzz swirling around the Royal Rumble this year, so I'm I'm kind of itchy as a wrestle fan. These big events is kind of they're, they're fun as long as I have fun with the event. Then I'm good. At this age, you know, you have to enjoy wrestling on a different level, and uh, I think the excitement of the what ifs has me kind of uh kind of giddy and jittery a little bit. Um, going to the Rumble. So uh, I'm so, excited. So, I'm looking forward so, to it. So allow me to play Uncle Brian role real quick. Mm-hmm. You letting the kids watch? It's a Saturday night as opposed to a Sunday, which means it's not school night. They was gonna stay up and watch regardless. I, like, <laughs> I, like they're, they're homeschooled, so hey, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, my, you know, my daughter's excited. I mean, she has it to the point uh, marked on her calendar. Oh, see, which she, I was surprised. She's in a bad space now. And it's one hundred percent your fault. That's Brian behavior. Hey, look, I mean, she's six years old, so you gotta think. When I was six, it was that oh, so great WrestleMania nine. So she's in that age. So like, whatever happens in these these ages of wrestling, right? Some no, some smart mark is not going to be able to convince her down the line that it wasn't great. So like, uh, yeah, because all all her good memories are going to be associated with dad. Mm Hmm. And, 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 you know, shout out to, um, you know, shout out to Britt Waters when we went out to the um, Raw party mm-hmm. hosted by the USA Network down in D.C. Right. She, you know, we was able to get like one of the goodie bags. So she got the calendar. So she has the Thanks, WWE by the way, calendar. for getting my child at a calendar as well. Oh, absolutely. You know, like I said, shout out to the bloodline. And she um, so she goes, Daddy. So I'm looking and I'm like, OK, she's understanding her days of the week. Like mm-hmm. crossing out, you know, okay, because it was like on the 22nd. And I was like, oh, she understands. And then she goes, and I see like this all like marked up Saturday. She goes, That's the day of the Royal Rumble. And I was like, okay. And so yesterday, funny story, uh-huh. she she uh says, Hey, Daddy, let me show you something. And on her iPad is all this Bianca Bella. She went down the wrestling rabbit hole. Did you know she lifted that man on her shoulders? Uh-oh. Like she had to do this obstacles. Look, look, and I'm like, hey, I, I, I've seen this before, <laughs> but you know, yeah, I had to watch it with her. It's just like, so Saturday, she's either gonna be really happy, or we might have a, a, a rendition of SummerSlam. That was her first wrestling heartbreak when she was like, "Wait, she's not the champion no more." So I'm interested to see what happens, man. It should be a good one. I think both the the, the women's rumble and the men's rumble is uh. It's always exciting to see what happens next, where it goes, mm-hmm. because this is this is where the road to WrestleMania begins, and you start to try to piece together, you know, things. You say you you start to wonder are they going to wrap up certain storylines, and we're going to keep things going, or we're going to introduce some fresh fresh blood into the water, or we decide that you know we're going to go with a veteran or somebody that's been quiet for a while. So 
all these different X factors. And that's that's what makes it exciting for someone like me at this point to uh, watch the Rumble. A little disappointed mm -hmm. um, with, you know, uh, Jeff Hardy not being in, in the company uh, yeah. right now. And, um, you know, I think I really want him to be a part of the Rumble. But uh, just as a personal favorite of mine, you know, of course, you want the best for him. And in regards to everything that uh, he's dealing with or may have to kind of get a hold of, you know, to his personal life, things of that nature. You know, he's always got to do what's best for him and his family. But, you know, that's if if I was being biased and selfish, you know, that's probably the one guy that I wish, you know, could uh, kind of. That's one guy I would definitely be rooting for to, for a push because it adds it adds this wrinkle when we watch the rumble with people without our level of thinking when it comes to the business mm -hmm. you we we watch the match in a way where we start to put together potential outcomes right and i think adding jeff hardy to that match add a different wrinkle because you know there was always this teeth of uh, we'll shoot what if jeff hardy can you know kind of get into a program with roman reigns and you know as long as that person is in the ring so you have a jeff hardy you have a Big E, you have somebody else you have all these potential winners all in the ring at the same time that's where the fun comes it comes to guessing game because you could see it going a number of different ways. But like I said, that's just something I, you know, I'd love to have him back. I, I'm curious to see what happens with Bray Wyatt. Bray, this whole Bray Wyatt thing is throwing me for a loop. Yeah. Um, for a lot of, I, I don't know, does he make a triumphant return back to the WWE? He's a guy that has historically protected the business. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, that doesn't make any sense. He's not going back, blah, 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 all this other stuff. Yeah, maybe so. But I'm going to tell you what threw me off. He has another WWE elite. No, a WWE Ultimate action figure coming out in his WrestleMania gear. Oh, wow. And I'm like, okay, The Fiend got cut a long time ago. Usually they have their last figure and they cut it off. But I'm like, him and Alexa Bliss's figures are releasing soon. I'm like, okay, so Alexa Bliss came back to TV. Mm -hmm. Fiend's figure is, back, is on his way back to the stores. I'm In my mind, I'm just hoping for the best that, you know, I don't want to see Wyndham Rotunda try to put together his version of the fiend outside of WWE, it, it could be great. You never know, but I'm not at a point in my life where I want to take that kind of risk. But that's just me being selfish. What do I know? Yeah, I mean, so it's funny you bring that up, right? I like to believe because you, you you brought up merch, mm -hmm. so I just purchased the fiend figure, mm -hmm. um, and it's the like the with the Christmas hat on, right? Okay, that came out. Somewhere around last year, towards the end. Now, it was on. It, I don't remember it being on WWE.com at the end of 2020, but at the end of 2021, they pretty much gave it away. It's like half off or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, why would they? Because they could have just like took it out of rotation. Um, the number is so. The last one when he was like at the height of the fiend. Is number seventy-seven. Mm -hmm. The other one is far enough for me, but I can see it's a triple-digit number. So now you got me think. I, yeah, it looks like it's a triple-digit number, but it's definitely not the same one. So now it's like, huh? Maybe you know, because they could have easily just like say, all right, we're just going to use this for something else, whatever. But if he had been gone long enough, I mean, what he would was officially like released or let go, or, like he officially left in the summertime. But yeah, this is you, man. You got me thinking, bro. <laughs> I don't know. It's got me a little itchy. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It's got me a little itchy. Yeah. Um. You know, you you talked about just watching Royal Rumble, and um. You know, what people of our level of thinking. I gotta give a shout out to 
queen PR of those wrestling girls uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, came through mm-hmm. um, yesterday on, we did a Royal Rumble special, just talking about the women of the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. So I definitely encourage everybody to check that out. Um, you know, we, you know, she's always been very vocal. Um, if you watch those wrestling girls, you know that queen PR's favorite pay-per-view is the Royal Rumble while Krista B's is the Survivor Series. And so I told her like on the show, I said, this is like a, a fan moment for me. I get to talk Royal Rumble with you. Mm-hmm. Knowing that's your favorite pay-per-view. And the right. day after Survivor Series, I got this, you know, essentially sit with Krista B during that Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. You know, and they've always been like, you know, super supportive. We talked about Jobber Slam and stuff. Right. But, um, you know, it was just a, you know, want to tell people to check that out. It was very, a lot of great conversations just about, as you said, the business and the reason why things are like structured and this pertains into the women's wrestlers and why different things, you know. So yeah, definitely want y'all to check that out. But Go um, check it out. That truck is Brian H had some dead air right there for a quick second, but we're back on you. <laughs> it wasn't that long. Look, this is some people, man, that's definitely had some dead air, but we're not gonna have one as we go right. <laughs> so what did you watch this week? Um, in the world of professional wrestling, you well, want to well, go first? Well, first or? you didn't even you didn't ask me what I was watching right now. You know, this is my new thing now. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I watch <laughs> something as we do the show to keep my mind just kind of so, so, so in Boston professional I gotta, wrestler. I, I gotta create. No, it's that new thing now. It's not, I'm trying something new. Yeah, so, this is so, 2022. So we gotta create new elements. Uh, no, it's cool. I am watching <laughs> right now. Uh-huh. Literally, uh, WWE icons on uh the network on Stupid Peacock. Uh. <laughs> And I am watching the Rob Van Dam version. Okay. Did you know that Rob Van Dam was one of my favorite wrestlers? Yeah. I okay. feel like you told me that um, when you told me how I missed the level, the world of extreme. There you go. Because <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm not an ECW hater. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you, you're taking it back about 10 years. <laughs> 10 year, literally 10 years ago when uh, <laughs> you set the world on fire, uh, when you came to the defense of ECW. Hello, a little hello heat there, baby. Somebody, <laughs> somebody didn't like what I said, if you will. I had a few words about it. Let me call for ECW. Yes! <laughs> it's all right, Daddy. We can move on. <laughs> no, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. That's exactly what it is, baby. It's definitely for somebody else for a different time, a different day, if you will. The old ones remember. The, 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 the day ones remember that one. But, um, yeah, so you watching the RVD? Yeah, right. Watching RVD icons, it's uh, I felt like it was a good balance between um, early year stuff, older, you know, uh, ECW things, and then of course his uh, his amazing time in WWE and his prime, which I thought was uh, absolutely amazing. So uh, I think it was the right thing for me to watch right now, keep me in the right frame of mind, you know, in, re- in regards to where my head needs to go for these generations of generations of wrestling that we're going to be talking about today as we prepare ourselves for the Royal Rumble, there, Daddy. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that up because you brought up RVD. Now, I tell you, I told you what I watched, um, but you didn't tell me what you watched. But it makes for a perfect segue into what I watched this week. And that was... You see what we do G- there? So that was just perfect. <laughs> right. See, that it wasn't even on purpose. Absolutely perfect. Um, but I watched a little bit of GCW. Um, Whoa, Brian H. gone to the Strizzies. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. You know, uh, first and foremost, I got to give a shout out to a good brother. Ruckus went to the Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame this weekend. Uh, him, Homicide, Lefisto, just uh, three people that. Oh, wow. He's in great company, that, isn't he? 
Yeah, um, Jerry Lynn was also in there, but I, I named those three because I had worked with them in some sort of capacity, uh, mm -hmm. whether it was like producing the documentary or, you know, um, and I, really, I think LaFisto, I just met her. I don't think she had came back to WSU. I'm tripping. She was, I got, I can't remember, um, but I, I definitely worked with Homicide on uh, Blake's documentary and same with Ruckus and Ruckus was like, one of the inside joke. Nobody's gonna catch that either. No, no, maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, I went with um, you know, I went to plenty of independent wrestling shows with Ruckus. So you know, um, you know, somebody I got to learn the business from. Uh, just learn a lot of the inside stuff that you know I probably shouldn't know. Um, that I won't disclose publicly. But you know to see all the stuff that he's done all his contributions to see them get recognized i thought it was a great thing i i love the fact that there is an independent wrestling hall of fame um yeah. you he's know we well well deserved yeah well deserved and um so that led me you know to take a look i saw the battle royal mm -hmm. um you know uh this is guy charles mason he okay. didn't win but he's dope um very like very dark but you mm -hmm. can tell like he puts a lot of effort into his character uh -huh. And um, so I've been watching him. You know, he was brought to my attention by Amber. She was like, "Yo, check this dude out! Like, he's legit." Mm -hmm. And so I've been, you know, he was in there, and he was like the last two. And you know how they say in battle royals, you can get um get over by not winning. Shawn Michaels said this. I saw um, I saw something from Shawn Michaels this week where he talked about before, like I think it was before he got into his first Royal Rumble, he watched Kurt Henning in like one of the either 89 or the 90 rumble and mm -hmm. watched his performance and realized how over he was able to get without winning, you know, and said he realized it's not about who wins, but it's about the performance. So that's one thing that I saw from Charles Mason this week. Uh, you know, and then I'm um, also obviously the, um, you know, the Joey Janela, Matt Cardona, just some of the stuff they was doing. Did, you know, they had their uh, Joey Janela Photoshop and Chelsea Green and himself together. And all these pictures, and then you know, Cardona's like, take this off the internet. You know, Cardona's the one of the people who really like I, I, after Matt Hardy to me, like Matt Hardy's the godfather of social media and wrestling, right? Mm -hmm. And yep. then there's like Matt Cardona, you know, finding ways to get over, you know, himself. Like I remember when we met Matt Hardy at MCW, mm -hmm. and this was at the height of the Zack Ryder, you know, he was always putting him over, you know, right? Yeah. And um you know, so those two had a match. I thought it was funny that, you know, Chelsea Green, she, you know, she kicked Matt Cardona in the crown jewels. And then, like, everybody knows they're shoot married. So it's like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, but I know this ain't, I know what's coming next. And sure enough, Cardona revealed he had a cup, you know, and, you know, they went at it. And, you know, he's going to X Pac and stuff. Um, let, let me get a little background on what you're talking about there, brother. Yeah. The greatest, the, I'm going to say the best thing about a guy like Matt Cardona. Mm -hmm. is that he is he has taken his WWE experience in regards to producing segments uh not only in his matches but how to he has brought so much relevance to the independent wrestling scene and the global wrestling scene simply Thanks. by taking what he has learned and he applies it to that level mm -hmm. um Matt Cardona and G's first of all Matt Card Mark, Matt Cardona and GCW is almost on the same level as John Cena and ECW. They just don't belong. They don't go hand in hand. <laughs> right. That's what's so funny about it. Though. And and from the beginning, you know, 
guys like they're taking game changer wrestling to a different level like they're almost modern day ecw ish because they've made it the it place to be for every intense independent superstar mm-hmm. um when you look at a guy like matt cardona like people are saying this is the wrestling heel that we didn't know that we needed and, and matt cardona's response was what are you talking about i'm a baby face <laughs> like he thinks he's there to fix he like he beat rhino for the ecw television title and then threw it in the trash the next day Right. This this guy's creativity is so far off the charts. He makes watching what he does in Game Changer Wrestling interesting and fun. And I'm gonna tell you why because, like, um, let let me let let's break down the psychology of what he does. I don't mean it's tarp on this, but she says something about it's very key. And this nah, is why this, this is, is important. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, Matt Cardona. First of all, he had a match against um, Nick Gage. You know, everybody knows. You know, Ooh. Nick Gage. The, the death match king right and yep. matt cardona had a he had a, he had his first death match with him and he and he beat him for the gcw uh world, world champion world, world championship right he mm-hmm. wears all white out to the ring by the time he left the ring he was covered in or his his entire his entire wrestling uh outfit was completely red there was blood everywhere mm-hmm. and i'm talking about he even had like shards of glass in his body like weeks later that he ended up having to take out but just the iconic scene of him winning that title was almost sacrilegious to that audience because that it's a rabbit, very raw ECW-ish type audience. And for someone like a WWE guy like Matt Cardona, he's living the gimmick that I always wanted to do if I left WWE. <laughs> like I would literally go, like he's 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 like an outsider. And when the outsiders first debuted in WCW, they were perceived as WWF guys going to an inferior product, causing problems, mm-hmm. right? He books himself the same way, like, oh, I don't belong here. I'm just here because I'm here to save this place because this place needs me. And this place is like, why is this pretty boy here? Like, he's so far from what we do here. And he's giving people middle fingers and fans are booing him. So, you know, fast forward, he he wrestles again in GCW. He quits, him and his wife. He's like, I'm quit. I'm not wrestling ever again. And then he shows up. And then maybe not too long after that, Mick Foley says, you know, uh, you know, he loved to wrestle. You know, he wish he could still go because he would, you know, he wants to punch him in the face and all the kind of stuff <laughs> simply because Matt Cardona goes to that style of professional wrestling. Right. And he just makes a mockery of it. He thinks he's better than it. And it's, it's not like he's undefeated in GCW. Mm-hmm. First of all, he comes out with his wife and, and I, he is doing so much for her. As she's ever done. She, he has done more for, for Chelsea green that WWE has ever done for her in developmental NXT, anything because she is an instant heater. He brags about his hot wife that he just married. She comes out there wearing his old Zack Ryder gear with the half pants, half uh, mm-hmm. shorts outfit, right? Modified to his Matt Cardona logo. And her T-shirt says Chelsea 469. So just sticking it to the fans. Like, it's no wonder where he should marry someone that hot. He comes mm-hmm. out with when, when a flannel vest that says F McFoley on the back. You know, he's got it. He got his sponsor PBRs. And it's just like, man, this guy's he is everything that is the opposite of what that audience is expecting and he just eats it up and he tweets about it he promotes it joey janela and have had exchanges on social media matt cardona was doing a toy vlog for for the major wrestling pod network and guess what happened joey janela attacks him during the vlog Mm -hmm. like that's come on man that's storytelling that's marketing right and they're using the free web they're using the internet and I'm like, man, he has such a crazy mind that, like, he has proven that you can take a mainstream way of booking stuff and you can take it to the independence. You can take it on the road. You can take it, you know, through social media because it's like, man, he is making 
him and John Moxley are, are is is making GCW destination uh product. So then so once again, the match goes on, match ends, whatever. You know, Matt Carter comes out with the mystery person, it's Brian Myers. Brian Myers, formerly known as Kurt Hawkins, has made it clear. He's like, I'm I'm never doing GCW ever again. It's too intense for me. Mm-hmm. So they come in there and and they cause a ruckus and they're pissing fans off and he's fighting and then who comes out to save Georgina X Pac? Come on now, that's that's you know X Pac just recently got cleared to wrestle again. It's been such a long time. Of course he comes back to GCW out of all places. He comes back to that rabbit fan base and it's just it was such it was so refreshing to see that level of entertainment on an independent show. Right. It was it was depth to it, right? And even then, once again, the post match, the tweet. Matt Cardona always talks about 1994. He didn't. He didn't get his X He didn't. It was a one, two, three figure. He didn't get for Christmas. He said it ruined his Christmas. <laughs> right? He said. He said you ruined my Christmas in 1993. He said in 2022 you just ruined my uh, my celebration after my match. Now I'm coming for you. So now we got a program between Brian Myers, uh, Matt Cardona, and most likely it's going to be Joey Janela and then X Pac in his corner. Come on, man! You just sold your next pay per view. Mm-hmm. And then that feud carries over through social media. I know more about GCW now because of all the stuff that Matt Cardona has been introduced to. Like, yeah. that's that's to me what pro wrestling is about. That's mm-hmm. the level. He 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 doesn't bash. He he takes his shots at WWE every once in a while, but they're professional jabs. You know what I mean? Right. He'll say, yeah, uh, from two thousand and whatever to two thousand twenty-one, that was my developmental years. Now I'm I'm main roster material, and he's doing the best work of his career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So I'm glad that you had a chance. I say all that to say I'm glad you had a chance <laughs> to really watch as I bring a full circle to really watch that. You know, and because a lot of people consider you, and, uh, they don't really see you as a guy outside of WWE and stuff like that. I know you get you don't get criticized, but it gets talked about quite often, <laughs> right? But 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 the whole point of it is. It's possible. It's possible for you not to be in WWE and still find a way to make what you do entertaining and to pull the casual fan in. And I'm talking about the casual wrestling fan. And I think he does an excellent job of it. And I'm. And and to be honest with you, I feel like if a lot of other wrestling companies did that, you know, uh, AEW Impact, you know, they found ways to kind of like just just keep it real, keep it. Like I I don't know what you what, what what to call it for lack of a better term, but it's like man, if you. In professional wrestling right now, there's ways to pull eyes to your product without having to bash anybody, without having to go super cheesy, without having to make too many things up. If you keep it as organic as possible, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think you'll find that a lot, of, a lot of wrestling fans will start gravitating to more stuff besides the mainstream product. Yeah. Um, and then, As I watch all this ECW footage. <laughs> and, and the thing is, like, I, I think I might, I, I'm trying to figure out, you know, I see like Fight TV got all these different types of uh, like Fight TV Plus and this, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, I'm pretty sure it's not like WWE where you could get, you know, um, where you get the subscription, but mm-hmm. you know, it's something I'm looking forward to looking into, you know, because I, I, I want to get into uh, Terminus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had uh, Jabari from um, NAW, the Na- uh, Nation of African American Wrestling mm-hmm. LLC on and a Facebook group, and you know, we was talking about it, and he was saying, like. You know, he went to Terminus and talked about like because he's not a WWE guy at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, grew up in the South, right, uh, in Atlanta. So like to the point when W we talked about, he said when WCW folded, <clears throat> he you know he was disappointed and he left wrestling until he discovered Impact. And mm-hmm. you know now you know he'll support like the black wrestlers and whatnot. Um, you know obviously you you can't like avoid WWE, 
but you know, it's not like his go-to, but he was talking about like with tournaments, like they got their own rules and stuff and all mm-hmm. that, you know, seeing like the matches like Gresham and stuff. So I, I, I you know, I want to get into that. Um, and then obviously, you know, I obviously support like the independent wrestlers, you know, the ones we know and the ones we don't know. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that, you know, the GCW, I'm a big presentation guy. Um, so I was, you know, I enjoyed the presentation, just like a CCW action. You know, did, shout did, to, did you recognize the arena they went? Come on now. I'm just asking. <laughs> it's the hammer style. Who doesn't recognize that? It was style? it was it was renovated. I didn't know if you were gonna catch it or not. Oh, I, I knew what well, I, I mean, mean, they said it a million times. Oh uh, well, but... never mind then. <laughs> they said it a million times, but you could yeah, it was definitely it definitely looked different. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, it's like I was talking to uh Marcello, uh former um former member of D-line. He runs CCW action, all women's fed up in Delaware. So we, you know, talk about you know some potential work together as I just put that out there. Um, but you know, um, I was telling him uh, one of the things I like about their product is the presentation. So on Title yeah. Match Network, and I'm a big presentation guy. Matter of fact, um, gotta check out their belts. Uh, you know, I, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I was one of the consultants mm-hmm, for the, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. The, the network title. You know, he asked me, sent me some product what he had thought, and you know. Um, one of the ones I was like, yeah, I really like this one. That's the one he went with. So I was, you know, proud. Um, you know, I could say I'm a belt consultant now. Um, yep, add to the resume. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, just uh, you know, proud of the work that they doing. They got a women's show uh this Saturday. Uh, so if you're in the Delaware area, check them out. Unfortunately, I won't be able to go. I gotta work. You know, Royal Rumble pre-show, Royal Rumble post-show that we gotta take care of. Mm-hmm, but um. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was some, uh, you know, it was a lot. That's pretty much, you know, what I watched. And I did watch the Moxley and um, Nick Gage match. Did too. you see the Briscoes lose their titles? No, nah, I didn't see the whole thing. So now, I, uh, thanks. They lost the belts. It, it ain't news. <laughs> huh? It's not news. No, I mean, I didn't catch it. Oh, okay. You talking about things like, oh, I, I got, <laughs> like, I, like, I spoiled it for you. Like, Well, I didn't know, but yeah. Oh, okay. but, but yeah, no, I didn't know. I didn't see that. Um. But yeah, because I didn't get a chance. Like I didn't see the whole pay per view, and you know, like I said, I was on YouTube, so I saw clips. So I mm-hmm. didn't go looking for the results. If that make any sense? Sure. And yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just like, all right, this is what I'm getting. I'll get what I get next and whatnot. Um. So yeah. But um. Yeah. So you know, and then obviously I watched some AEW this week. You know, Sammy G. And that's funny. They ended up in the what you watch section. But uh, <laughs> uh you know, moving on. Did you see the uh, ladder match between Sammy G and Cody Rhodes? Yes, I did, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Cody Rhodes is like on fire when it comes to all the big moments, the big spots in AEW basic matches, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's putting on like pay-per-view worthy performances on regular TV. Mm-hmm. To this day, uh, one of my favorite matches of his is uh, Cody versus Wardlow in a cage match. Yeah. I, th- I think the chemistry was there. I think Cody just, you know, he goes for it. This is no different, man. Like I, it, I don't think Cody can do any wrong. You know, when it comes to him being Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not talking in regards to creative and all the other extra stuff. That's irrelevant. You know, Cody Rhodes is just, to me, he's hitting on all cylinders. And uh, Sammy Guevara is, like, is somebody that I'm, I want not to like, but I, <laughs> but I can't say anything bad about him, to be honest with you, in regards to what he brings. He is so polished when it comes, you know, sometimes even when you remember watch, watching Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy used to do these crazy spots and it looked so reckless and it looked dangerous the way he did it. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's just like ah, oh, he probably shouldn't have did that. Oh, that's a little bit harsh. Sammy G goes to those same spots, but they're so clean, they're so precise. 
And it's just like, man, I can't really say anything bad about him. You know, outside of he's a guy I want to see get put a little bit of size on him. Okay. You know, he's a young guy. You know what I mean? He has a long way to go. You know, I think he has a bright future, but man, he, he, man, him, him and Cody, I'm not too, the few, it's not the few doesn't make much sense to me. Uh, to me, everything, the way they do in AEW is kind of always rushed and sped up. So there's no real room to get super invested in it. Not, I'm not really all that invested too much in the product as it is, you know, more, more the, more the characters and uh, the wrestlers themselves than the actual storylines. You know, I like the idea of it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, it, we're not going to get into how they got there because it's kind of like, yeah, I'm not really, you know. But man, did, did they put on a match? It was a fun. It was a. I just feel like those moments are supposed to be bigger for AEW. Those those are supposed to be what you put in your video package. Now maybe that might be a WWE way of thinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, you know, those are the moments that to me are going to last forever. But uh, you know, title versus title match. You know, one belt clearly looked different than the other. Did you see? Did you see Sammy, Sammy G with both belts? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why does one look different than the other? One looks a little brighter. Well, I think because every time somebody gets the title, they make it like their own. And sure, you know, shout out to our it's big the brother. same style belt, it just looks different. Yeah, it did, but it looked like you said it looked brighter. And it looked like they didn't want to put too much effort into changing it, like you know, changing the strap. Like when Cody had it originally, okay. it didn't have like that bright spot in the middle. Like Ooh. it seemed like can you hear me? Hello. No, I, I, I don't look. I was good, and this is so. This is this is what we doing today. I mean, DNA's time in ECW. Oh, all right. Oh, there oh. you go. You back? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I was, I, I was just about to go into icons and talk about RVD. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I was... even see no uh, no thing that says. Usually, it'll let you know like your signal is weak. Oh, I tell you, Comcast this week they owe me some money. <laughs> you, 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 I told you about it, but um. Them the pedalos there, baby. Yeah, the thing is, like, um, I'm I'm looking at my TNT title, and go get the... it. Let's see it. Let's let's <laughs> let's look at it. Can you can you grab it real quick? Yeah, uh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead and uh, grab uh, it. Go ahead. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Brad is going to grab the TNT title. When I saw the title, I noticed like it it, it wasn't that drastic well, of a difference. This isn't one that I guess no, no don't 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 explain yourself, man. You don't okay. do that. You don't nobody no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> we here talking about the goddamn title. But see, like, all right, right here, right? Um, hold on, I'm trying to think. Cody, no, Cody didn't. Did, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> like, the new one has, like, it feels like it's got diamonds right here. You know what I mean? Or something yeah. that makes it, I feel like they're diamonds or something that makes it pop. Yeah, it definitely had a different shade of something, but I couldn't figure it out. I was like, yeah, that yeah. looks a little bit, not to, you know, it was, not to say it was a drastic difference, but it was the same style belt, same color, but it just looked a little bit different. Yeah, um, so how do you feel about, I think I, I asked Brandon this, and, um, you know, how do you feel about them changing it? You know how, like, um, all right, you know how when HBK won the Intercontinental Championship, and it felt like, I feel like he had, like, three different types, the black, mm-hmm. the white, and the blue, if I'm not mistaken, right? That is correct. All right. Yeah, you, you're the HBK guy. Uh-huh. Um, yep, yep, yep. That's when, he was, I, that's when he was really turning that corner. Yeah. Now, they are, like, changing more than the straps. How do you feel about that as a, a belt guy? What do you mean? Like, as, as it regards to the TNT title? Yeah, because you can essentially have the Brody Lee, the Cody. I don't even know if Lance Archer got his own. The Sammy G. And, and Lance Archer didn't. Belt. And Lance Archer didn't win it. 
He didn't beat Cody for it. No, no Brody lost. Lee. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> true. We, we we were living about that. Like, dude, like, dude. It, it felt like he was going to win. And yeah, like, you're right. he was supposed to be next to that line, but you know, that's you know, neither here nor there. Um, I'm okay with it. Okay, I, I, th- I think it's I think the the one of the the best things that I, I've noticed a lot about. AWs they're trying to do they're trying to be different and unique, mm-hmm. which I like and I respect. You know what I mean? I like the fact that they're trying to create their own legacy in regards to the things that they do. So changing the titles is a little bit, it's not uncommon. It's just their version of it. You know what I mean? I'm okay mm-hmm. with it because it's like you said, we can talk about it in a way where you know what era or who was champion based off the design of the title. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't have a problem with it too much. I mean, I, I like the TNT title. I'm I've always been a fan of mid-card titles. Um, I don't know. In, in my house, I was a mid carter. Like my brother was always <laughs> the main event guy, and I was, and I took pride in that. You know, I was one of those. You know, it's always the audience are like, oh yeah, I was always the workhorse guy. I was always the IC title guy. I was always the. So I was a huge fan of mid card titles. So like, uh, I'll segue to another. I'll get to that in a second. But I, I have no problem with it. I'm I'm okay, I'm I'm okay with it. Like it's not that big of a deal. Okay. Um, some are better than others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you know they're they're cool. So let me ask you this: Yeah, we've had shows about mid card titles and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you compare the TNT title right now to some of the past mid card titles in regards to importance of it in in, in a, according to the brand that it's a part of? So I'm like, so I'm not asking you to measure the TNT title versus the I see title because one has a lot of lineage, a lot of history, and the other one is kind of relatively fresh and brand new, right? Mm-hmm. But just in regards to like you, you remember what the IC title meant to the WWE during different time periods. But like, also, what about the United States Championship in WCW, or like the Television Championship in WCW, you know, or the United yeah. States Championship in WWE, along with the, you know, to me, it always seems like there's these two mid card titles that kind of, you know, or the European Championship and the WWE. Um, where do you rank the TNT title amongst the other mid card titles of professional wrestling? Even like the X Division title, I was, the, uh, yeah, the it, the uh, Legends. What were they calling it for the Global Champs, the Legends, whatever you want to call it in, in TNA Impact? Mm-hmm. It's hard because when I look at, let me see, I, did I miss anybody? We I said Brody Lee, Cody, um. Sammy G, Miro, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Darby Allen. Darby, yep, obviously, yep. And that's it, right? As far as I know. All right. So I'm trying to look at, like, all right, who's the champion? I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I want – I feel like they're, like, the the those niche characters. Sure. But not necessarily workhorses and not necessarily next in line. Okay. Right. But right. see, then I like I wanted to say maybe like these are our originals, right? Okay. But then Miro had it, and obviously he's like Miro's an original guy, but the human being has obviously been in the WWE like Cody. So it's 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 really hard for me to like I I would say like I want to say to me it feels more X Divisionist. Okay. Before the X Division had that like stipulation with I think it was the Ultimate X match where. If you win, you get the opportunity to like change the belt for a world uh-huh. title match. It right. feels like that. Like when I first saw the X Division title, and I saw like guys like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels always going for it. I always saw it as like, okay, these are like 
the guys that you know that's going to go out there and put on an entertaining match and whatnot, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, to me, the, the television title for Saturday Night Wrestling. Like, these are guys we want you to pay attention to. They not may not necessarily be world champions, right? Like, I think back to 95 when Johnny B. Bad and DDP was going at it. I didn't never see those guys as being world champions, quite honestly, not even U.S. champions at the time. But they would had some level of importance for me to pay attention to their matches. I think those titles were like king of the mid card. Mm-hmm. Like the United States Championship IC title was kind of like, oh, this is you're this champion, but this means you're up next. This is yeah. This, it's supposed to get you ready. It's <laughs> supposed to establish you, you know, in that in that upper tier. I look at like the television title and the X division title as the we're we're, we're king of the mid card, the, the European Championship. We're the we're king of the workhorses. So, like the television championship to me, WCW's television championship will always be dominated in my mind by Booker T. Mm, okay. The feud between him and Booker T stood out stood out the most. So him and uh Chris Benoit. Um, you know, those those feuds were the ones that, you know, they weren't interested in anything else but anything surrounded that title. You know what I mean? Yeah. Outside of that, they were just having wrestling matches. There were no major stories behind it. Their stories were revolved around the title. Mm-hmm. I'm a better wrestler than you, and that championship says that. Versus, uh, well, I'm I'm going to be on the show regardless. I just happen to have strap around my waist. You see what I'm saying? I I really wish I could have um experienced what the NWA TV title was like. Because you ask, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's one thing we don't have any privy to. Yeah, you ask anybody like uh, who was in that era. Yeah, that's like their favorite belt. Like my uncle talks about it all the time. Like. If I ever come across like, you know, um, mm-hmm. the belt, right? And, so, and like that, that would be like my ultimate gift for him for like my my thank you for surrounding me with all this wrestling because like we we we'll talk titles and he always brings up yeah he's like you know I want one belt and that's that NWA TV title right um but I always hear people talk about like the matches that like Arn Anderson had with it and then the look with the red strap and whatnot. What about about Tully? Yeah, yeah, well, obviously, yeah. And and, and you can even see now the stuff the NWA's doing with it, with um, Pope, you Mm. know, uh, carrying the strap, you know. And it it has still that same feel that it's like, this is the most important title, like you said, the king of the mid-card. So what do you think about... What do you think about mid-card titles today that are kind of non-traditional? Right, so we have mm-hmm. back in the day it was a television champion. That was that was a normal thing. Like it, it may seem kind of crazy now. Like you know, who's to have a television championship in the NWA, WCW, right? And mm-hmm. then now you have like a you have a modern day version of what people are trying to do with those titles, kind of like the TNT championship. That's that's pretty much a television title. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what about like the digital media championship in Impact? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's no different than Matt Cardona's internet title that he had as Zack Ryder. You know what I mean? Facts. So, like, you know, you're not really a TV company anymore. You're not dominated by TV, but you know, you're pretty much dominated by digital media. Like Impact, majority of this stuff is is digital media based. Mm-hmm. So they so they have a digital media championship. What do you think about? Is it does it work in today's in today's product of professional wrestling? Is it an outdated concept? What say you? No, I think it definitely works because, like you said. Uh, I like the change of it. Like you said, the digital media championship, you know, um, when you're not a TV company, like I just mentioned CCW with their 
title match network championship. Right. Um, these, these are the things. One, it gives, you know, people something to chase. You know, everybody can't be world champion, right? Uh, no matter which way you look at it, we, we, we love wrestling. Everybody may have goals and aspirations, but everybody can't handle the pressure of being a champion and being the face of a company. But it gives people, um, you know, something to reach for, something to shoot for. Uh, and I, I like this as an opportunity. Also, you know, for a guy like Sammy G, maybe AEW do see him as somebody and they want to see how he can hold this title. Um, but I definitely think there's a space for it. And I don't think you always got to go naming it after uh, continents. You know, I, I actually like them doing that. Step in, you know, I mean, because what you going to say, the North American, the you can't say the air well, that's, what, well, that's what NXT the NXT took a very a very cla- a modern classic feel on it you know and, and bringing in a North American title mm-hmm. you know as as their kind of mid card title and it, it had a very classic look to it a brown strap big globe gold globe you know it reminds me of the uh doesn't, the doesn't, national yeah that uh yeah. that the it, NWA used to have yeah the NWA national have. They, yeah they have it now right they, they revived it yep Dude, you wouldn't have like last time I checked it was Chris Masters who's it Who's the? Do you have any idea? I'm checking now, brother. Yeah, so that that was when I first saw it. That's that was the vibes that I got, and and I thought that was pretty unique. Because yep, Chris Adonis. There you go. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's you know, I I think if you do it the right way, I don't mind it. You know what I mean? I think as long as it holds the importance, you know what I mean. And I think the TNT title is doing that as of right now. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. But yeah, like I said, that's 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 uh. Good stuff. That's a good gist of what we watched so far. Before we move on, I know we gotta get to the main event, which is the rumble. No pun intended. <laughs> um Adam Cole. Talk about him. Adam Cole. Um NJF versus CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Um, um we'll just leave it at that. Uh to me, to me, to me, those are the two. And and John Moxley, we'll take those three things. Mm-hmm. Those those are the three most notable things that have my attention the most in AEW, right? Yeah. Cody Rhodes, we're at number four because Cody Rhodes is my guy. What is it going to take for AEW to pull you in every week? Based <sighs> off Adam Cole, what he's doing. Based off Daniel Bryan, what he's doing. Cody Rhodes, what he's doing, John Moxley, what he's doing, so on and so forth. I need to see them in like, so I, I'll give you this. Mm-hmm. MJF and Punk got me tuned in every week. Mm-hmm. I want to see what they're going to say about each other, what they're going to say to each other. They got me. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman said on The Masked Man that, you know, for Punk, while he's good, you know, he's in the honeymoon phase. He's not going to be judged by what he's doing right now. We're going to see afterwards. So I'm under- interested to see how, like, this momentum keeps up after we the novelty wears off. Okay. For Adam Cole. And you think that's what this is? A novelty with CM Punk? Yeah, I mean, it's still new. You know, I, I, and this is what I mean new. They're still, they're still making this tour, right? So there's mm-hmm. still cities that have yet to see CM Punk. Oh yeah, return. Right. And I always, I always try to look at it from the live audience. Mm-hmm. You know, you imagine like, you know, because every time you can still say for the first time in Cleveland since 
2014 or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, for now, um, you know, I want to see when he turns that corner. You know, like he's supposed to be like a main part of the roster where Sting is like a special attraction. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that's what I'm interested in. Like I said, MGF right now, to me, since AEW started, he's been the most consistent person, probably outside of, like, far as, like, that's got me invested. Mm-hmm. He's probably been the most consistent person from his feud with him teaming with Cody to turning on Cody to, like, all the other stuff, you know? And I'm like, man, like, this dude, like, he's must-see TV for me. Adam Cole was somebody that Tony Khan said scared him every week. But to me, he's not, like, capitalizing off of that. Now, the stuff he's doing, like, now, it's like, all right, that's entertaining. But, you know, when it was, I don't know. And maybe I'm just being too cruel because I saw Adam Cole as the the man in NXT for such a long time as their champion that I would have loved to see him come over and be a champion in AEW. But I understand things take time. But to me, I want to see him at the top of the card. And you know, like Daniel, well, Brian Danielson came in. Daniel Bryan, <laughs> and he's at the top of the card, even though he might not be competing for the world title every week. A guy who was never before, until you know, the Yes Movement was never looked at as a guy that was like the most entertaining person on the, on a roster. Mm-hmm. Has found a way to make everything he do important. Every single match important. Every time he touches the microphone, it's important. So that's what I'm looking to see. Um, you know, so I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm still trying to <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out because I'm like, I'm not trying to be too negative all the time. Mm-hmm. But for me, I want to see Adam Cole, baby on TV. You know, I don't I, I don't I, I'm, I, I've seen enough Adam Cole matches. I want to see sure. the programs. I want to see the big stories. That's what I want to see. Him coming to Britt Baker's aid. Mm hmm. So let me ask you this. Last but not least, Hook. Uh huh. Taz's Taz's son, out of all people. Mm-hmm. Where do you see his future, and 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 where does it play into AEW? What's your opinion on him? I don't think I need. I need something officially on the record. I know we've talked about it. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't think we've ever really like. What do you think about? I always say I missed a lot of the big vignettes that get me hyped for Hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, it's probably during my I'm fast forwarding because you know if I don't catch wrestling live, I don't watch matches. So okay. I will watch stories and I watch the beginning of a match or the finish. Unless you tell me like, oh man, unless it's a Brian Danielson match, or you know, I'm watching the whole thing. So I think somewhere I'm, it was a disconnect for me. So to me, I'm not like, hook, hook, send hook. You know, I'm not going to be yelling his name in the crowd. But uh, based on the presentation they're giving me, I see him being like, you know, a top guy in the next two years. <laughs> hook, is the, hook is the man. Like, mm. he, he's so funny. Like, it's just, he's, he look at this guy. He's little. He's got such a unique look. Mm-hmm. Right, you know he's that's Taz's son, so the pedigree is obviously there. Mm-hmm. But to see his presentation, how he just kind of like he's very Goldberg-ish in regards to how they're booking him. He comes in, just beats people up, and leaves. Yeah, 
kind of no nonsense, but he's also kind of young, so he looks like he's kind of a disrespectful millennial. Right. Um, so he's such he's such a unique guy, and um, you know, he has grown on me a lot. Like I, I just that was quick. You like dropped out and dropped back in. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It's no picture. But... No, yeah. <laughs> but uh but they should know they they you know they they notice you. <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, it's Hook Hook is, is just one of those guys that I'm like, man, it's they got something with him. He's kind of like Darby. You know what I mean? When Darby kind of came to mix, I didn't really get him. I didn't know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But I, I think his associated with Sting made me understand him because I understand Sting. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get Darby a little bit better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I feel the same way about Hook. Like when you just look at this raw talent, I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is gonna be uh this is gonna be fun. But I just like I said, I I know we're wrapping up what we watch this week before we go into the Bielorussi Stones. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, man. Uh yeah, let's go real quick. Let's go time travel. So this week. Uh, I've been obviously on my Royal Rumble kick. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the 99 Royal Rumble is always one of my favorites, right? That okay. might actually be my number one. It's definitely in my top three. It's between like, I, 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 this might not be fair to say, but it's probably like 99, 2000, 2001. Like, I don't know if it'll get better than that for me. Um. But yeah, I was watching uh the 99 Royal Rumble and like just like the storytelling of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Uh-huh. You know, like getting on the commentary, then getting off and then you know, you know, telling everybody beat up Stone Cold, you know, they got the $100,000 bounty. That's what I learned about bounties. Never heard of mm-hmm. it, never understood bounties. But you know, so I was watching that. I got the 94 Rumble on now. I actually watched the 96. Uh shout out to my coworker uh, the babyface producer Jonathan Kermer, I told him, "Hey man, because like he always talked, like asked me, he he didn't grow up like being a Bret Hart fan. Like okay. he's younger than us, obviously. So he's like, man, look, I'm gonna ask you, like, tell me some Bret Hart matches I gotta see. So today I'm like watching. I said, yo, you ever watched a Bret Hart Undertaker match? He's like, no. Nah. I said, check it out. Like, you know, I'm watching. I'm like, well, this was a good match. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was watching that, and uh, it's funny because, like, that's when The Undertaker had that mask on, and that's, you know, that's in the new video game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you preview it, you can get that Undertaker. So, yeah, man, I've been enjoying it. Um, the old-school Rumble logo will always be my favorite, the purple and the gold. Um, that's why I was happy when Chalkline made that jacket for the 93 Rumble, which will be on my watch tomorrow list. Um, but, yeah, I just finished watching Yokozuna and uh, Brett. I mean, Yokozuna and Undertaker from 94, so now, you know, uh, you got the Shawn Michaels. Do you remember the gear he had on in the '94 Rumble? Um, vaguely. All right. Oh black... yeah, I do. Of course. <laughs> like you, you, you're the Shawn Michaels guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and here's the funny thing. It took me back when I was watching '96 Rumble. I was like a huge, believe this or not, y'all can y'all can get this on record. Uh oh, here it comes. I was a huge Shawn Michaels fan in 95. Lies. I, I kid you not. I kid you not. I was like rooting for him. I, I like it took me back. I was like, yo, I remember like being super excited when he won the Royal Rumble. And it was up until WrestleMania. And it was like, all right, now he got to lose. Now, you know, obviously he won and I kept rooting for him. I the, the Shawn Michaels disdain for me, which I, I, I'm okay with him now, right? 
fan of the guy. Love what he stands for. Obviously, I read his book. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the Shawn Michaels disdain did not come until I learned his involvement of the Montreal Screwjob, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which I should have been like, all right, he asked for forgiveness. I should have been over with it, you know, but whatever. Just couldn't let it go, could you? I, I couldn't. You know, Brett was my guy. But that's how much, like, that's how much of a Bret Hart fan I was. Like, okay, Sean, Sean, Sean. Oh, no, you just went against Bret Hart. I'm rooting for Brett to win the Iron Man match. Now, obviously, I didn't understand the business at the time. I watched it as a shoot mm -hmm. when he's supposed to his children. Um, you know, that's why I told my son when he, you know, he learned that wrestling was predetermined. I mm -hmm. said, do not watch it like that or she will not enjoy it you have to still watch it as if it's real mm -hmm. <laughs> you know so that, that that was my royal rumble kick this week okay how about you did you watch anything did you did you go down time travel no not in regards yeah. to royal rumble like um i think i just kind of stay locked into just raw and smackdown mm -hmm. um i think the 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 weigh in with Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar was hilarious. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. <laughs> Segway. I mean, <laughs> talk about it. I, I, like I said it before. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was a dramatic pause. <laughs> I said it before, and I'll say it again. Brock Lesnar is doing the best work of his career, man. As far as being an entertainer, he just has it figured out. He just mm -hmm. has it figured out. Like, he looks like he's having a blast. I've never seen Brock Lesnar look like he's not having, like, he's taking it so seriously that he's having that much fun with it. Yeah. And he's really that good, though. Like, before, we used to be like, oh, yeah, Brock doesn't talk. He just kind of jumped and smiled and beat people up. Mm -hmm. He has so much, it's so much more depth to him. Like he's grabbing the mic. He's initiating the conversation. He's the one that's like, I'm like, man, where, where has this Brock Lesnar been all this time? Yeah. Like this guy is like, he's this good. Like he was just being shy before. Um, So it, I think the dynamic between Brock Lesnar and, you know, Bobby Lassie calling him Bobby who I think the card, the card itself has kind of has me, has me excited. Like uh, the, the it couple versus the grit couple. Mm hmm. You know, I'm not really expecting a. a, a... Oh, man, you went out or did I go out? Let's see. You back uh, now? Yeah, I can hear you. OK, now. I can. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've just been focusing on for the most part. Mm hmm. It's just just the actual build up. So, I think before I, think, I get yeah, go ahead. Before I get in, I got a real quick bonus. So WWE signed a uh, multi-year streaming deal with Disney. What? And it's for people in Indonesia. Indonesia. Indo yeah, Indonesia. My bad. My you said Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get everything right. No, um, it's okay, brother. We all can't get around. Now, my bonus pick is if they could do that for them overseas, why couldn't we get the uh WWE? I mean, why couldn't we get WWE on Disney Plus here? I'm about to get me a Canadian VPN so I can get the <laughs> WWE Network in Canada, to be honest with you. This is bothering me. Yeah, like I I I, I think I had to I had to bring that up on the show because we've been very 
vocal about how we feel about Peacock as we both have it on right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, I had to I had to pick that bone real quick. But um, yeah, man, I was watching um, you know, I was watching that, and obviously, you know, I told you, you know, talked to Bobby Lashley. Well, my guys talked to Bobby Lashley this week. I mean, I mm-hmm. talked to him too, but mm-hmm. <laughs> my internet, as it seems like, this acting crazy right now. Um, so I'm gonna keep talking, and hopefully, y'all hear this, or y'all gonna hear the wave because Streamyard or somebody wants to be separating us. Uh, <laughs> That's it, the devil. Yeah, but uh, one of the things he said is like, he like you know, he said Brock got the biggest challenge of his life, and he's not taking it serious. Yeah, that's that's and, it. And, and it's like he said, "Look, you better take this serious." Or so he was like, "I'm gonna walk away with that title with ease." And this is what's got me excited. But I can't. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the thing I hate doing, and I'm gonna act like a member of the IWC. Oh, I can't help but think Triple H Booker T. Really? <sighs> Why? Cause yo, no, come on, man, no. I, 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 knew, you, I knew you would. I knew you would say that. Okay, uh, l- let me be fair. <laughs> Why? Because I felt like the promos that Triple H and Booker T had, they didn't have to go that far, considering Triple H wasn't Triple H wasn't losing to Booker T. Okay. And you remember, like Conrad? Did you ever hear that episode where he goes in on Bruce Pritchard about it? Mm-mm. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, you got to hear it. Like Conrad said what every black wrestling fan felt at the time. Did you have to say this? Did oh, I did. Say- I did hear it. Yes, I did. I listened to that episode. I'm tripping. Yes, I did. Yeah, the WrestleMania 19 episode. Yes, I did. I did listen to that. Yep. So, like, when I hear the Bobby Who stuff, I'm like, really? But then, you know, I, I, I get out of my head. But, you know, it's the wrestling realm. I'm talking with my brother. I can tell him how I feel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, get, I get out of my head and I said, man, this is tell funny. how you feel if you will. <laughs> This is funny, but first I heard I was like, I don't like it. Bobby who? Like you, Bro, he's, he's crushing him out there. And, and, and I'm like, oh, Bobby, you you better beat him senseless. But, you know, he said, hey, he's helping him sell the T-shirts. When, he's, when, he's, when he said, Paul, come here, I got, a, I got a joke for you. Knock, knock. He said, this, he said I've seen it all. Brock Lesnar town. Knock, knock jokes in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. He said, who's there? Bobby. Bobby, who he said exactly. <laughs> no, I said he's killing him. I said, I said he's killing Bobby Lashley right now. <laughs> I was like, bro, as soon as he said knock knock, I knew this was gonna go. I said, man, this is hilarious. Like, this is exactly what I expect to see from arrogant Brock Lesnar. And he's so, kind of he's landed in thick. So now that I take my IWC hat off, right? And I put on my superior wrestling intellect on was well, no you can end. Hear me? Yeah, I can hear. Huh? Yep, okay. I can hear. Yep. All right. So now that I do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> because the story is you have one guy, you have these two big behemoths, right? Two people on the roster. If you having a shoot fight, you picking one of them, and you can't go wrong. Yeah, it would seriously. be boring to see them say, I'm gonna beat you, and I'm gonna beat you, and this, this, that, and the other. So now you just showed a different dynamic of Brock Lesnar, and you got a pissed off challenger who's ready to rip him apart because he's not taking him seriously. So that's what 
I'm I'm interested. I'm fired up for this match. <laughs> It's, it's this is going to be a clash of the titans. This is the match that everybody wanted. Under over 10 minutes. Uh gotta keep it under 10 minutes. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Gotta keep it under because I when you look at um Bobby Lashley Goldberg, probably one of the best matches of Goldberg's career because they they just they fit each other perfectly. Mm-hmm. That's like Undertaker and Goldberg should have had the same similar match that Bobby Lashley and Goldberg had in uh in, you know overseas. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, don't don't do a whole bunch of holds and all this stuff. Let's let's stick to what it is. It's a fight. Let's do a lot of jabs, a lot of punches, a lot of kicks. You know what I mean? You want to see a clash of the titans, and I think that's what we're probably going to get from Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, because Brock has made it personal. Yeah, like that's that's what got under your skin. You're like, bro, you you're going too far. You don't have to say that. And, um, and he, he said in, in in um on Corey Graves' podcast last mm-hmm. week, he said he looked in his eyes. And he said, usually he could tell a lot by a fighter. Yeah. And he said he looked into Brock's eyes, and he said Brock ain't got no soul. He said, but the one thing Brock didn't do when he was being silly, mm-hmm. he didn't get in his face. He didn't get close to him because he right. know. So like deep down inside, Brock Lesnar knows it's almost like a defense mechanism, right? Right. Like Brock's been in the fight. Like obviously UFC. For people who don't know, Brock has lost UFC matches. Mm-hmm. So he knows what it's like to lose and he knows what he's dealing with. You know what I mean? Right. So now it's like, now he's in there with somebody. He's like, look, I'm going to play around, but I ain't stupid now. I don't get in his face because I ain't, you know, so this match is what we've been waiting for. Do you see this being a one-off? I do. Honestly. Really? I do. I really do. I think this is just going to be a clash of the Titans. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that they're they're gonna we're going. I don't see why they wouldn't go for Roman and Brock Lesnar f- for the eighth time. Mm-hmm. Like Brock Lesnar is is, is uh, and Roman Reigns is turning into like a legitimate rivalry because they've had mania match after mania match after program after program, and it's like it's almost different every single time. And it's and they're all big money matches. You Let know me I mean? ask you this. I gotta yes. ask you this. Uh huh. I'm gonna just start naming rivals real quick. Sure. And I want you to tell me their best rival, Undertaker. Um, just that's quick hard. hitters. Just okay, quick hitters. Uh, just stone, stone Cold. Okay, I was then now Stone Cold. <laughs> the Rock. Triple H. Mick Foley. John Cena. Edge. Oh, okay. Hulk Hogan. Randy Savage. Shawn Michaels. Bret Hart. Brock Lesnar. Mm. I want to say Kurt Angle. I'm ready to put Roman Reigns right there. I think, and, and me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. I think this has. I think this this mania mm-hmm. would solidify it. But I, yeah. I'm 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 there too, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm definitely in that space. You know, I think, um, oh, go ahead. It, no, because I, I was about to say something because it's just another wrinkle. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like I say, when you can give me the same thing over and over again, but you find a new creative way to do it, that's when you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're putting, you're putting, you know, that's when you know you're you're able to evolve. And it's like the talent and the chemistry doesn't change, but the, the storyline does, the wrinkle. And I think that's the, uh, that's the part about it that I'm enjoying. I'm also like, man, look, I, I don't mind another. Uh, 
Roman Reigns and uh, Brock Lesnar match because it makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's a different vibe to it. It's a different feel to it. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm like man, just thinking about like just running off those names, right? Like like I'm ready to put Roman and Brock. I'm ready to like to to marry them to you know for lack of a better word. Real quick, mm-hmm. watch the '94 Royal Rumble. Uh huh. Marty Jannetty comes out, goes right for Shawn Michaels, right? I just watched the '96 Rumble, and they had a like you know it was a it was a spot where they wrestled each other, but uh-huh. the camera work, mind you, '93 Rumble was when Shawn Michaels took the title back from Marty Jannetty. Uh huh. It's funny how like they broke up, but they always found a way like during the Royal Rumbles to get those two in a like in the ring at the same time mm-hmm. so they could have their matches but then paying the camera a certain way where it would just be them two okay just the, the little things you notice over the sure. years yeah you know so i had to bring that up um but yeah i'm i'm ready i'm ready for uh that but you know i mean we can go right into that match uh roman reigns and seth rollins do you <sighs> see <laughs> I feel like every time this is what I, I will say this about Roman Reigns dominance over the past 500 days. Okay. They found ways to create some sort of reasonable doubt. Okay. And that's hard to do, right? I think for the first few times, like obviously the Jimmy Uso series, no, Jimmy wasn't beat. I mean, Jay, Jay wasn't beating him. Kevin Owens, the first couple of times, but then it was like, but what if he gets him? But nah, mm-hmm. right? See what Steve was, he was doing the prize fighter thing. Yeah. They got the WrestleMania. And people was like legitimately saying, you know, Edge could win. Mm-hmm. Or Brian or Daniel Bryan could win. And then mm-hmm. do it with they would pin each other to protect Roman. Right. Then there was Edge and Roman. I think people was like, eh, Cena and Roman. Mm-hmm. And then obviously these Brock Lesnar matches. Mm-hmm. Even the demon. Just because the demon's undefeated, brother. This is another one. Like all great feuds, by the way. I enjoy all, all great feuds. And I think this is another one. That's how you know, like Roman Reigns has been doing some of his best work. Mm-hmm. Where people are like, you know, Roman, Roman could really lose. I don't think he's losing. But but you know, people believe he could lose. What do you think? I think because it's Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins is cunning. Seth Rollins is a top guy. There's always that what if. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Seth Rollins has always historically found a way to outsmart Roman Reigns, if more than anything. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, there's a lot of history there, obviously. I think as long as you have a credible opponent, it makes it, there's always that you never know. Mm-hmm. I do think this is definitely just a distraction match, as I'm calling it. Yeah, because in my mind, we're always first of all, I'm, I'm thinking about two people in particular. One, what is Kevin Owens up to? Because he always seems to have his, you know, he's not too far removed from these situations. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, and uh, excuse me, and um, and once again, I just think that they have never let go of Brock and Roman. Right, you know, the first thing Brock did was I'll see you on SmackDown when he, when he won the WWE Championship. <laughs> yeah. So there's always these things. Well, shoot, man, is he going to try to merge the titles? Are we getting rid of both titles? Or like, what are we doing? You know, and and I think as long as they have us asking these questions, that mm-hmm. curiosity pulls us in because it gets me every time. 
you know, you, you can predict everything in the world, but when you have all those X factors in the same room, now you have to pick one of those X factors. And now it's almost like running numbers. You playing a lot of, you got to pick which one it is. And that's not always the easiest thing to do. But at the same time, though, for us smart marks to decide, we want to try to figure it out. That's what makes it challenging. That's what makes it fun. And then you're watching like, no way. Uh, mm-hmm. This is not, you know, it's, of course, we can do an obvious finish. But I think when they do these type of teases, you know, when he, you put Roman in a match with Seth Rollins, shoot, Seth could beat him. Don't don't get it, you know, uh, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Hey, Brock Lesnar might get caught slipping. And first of all, like it's not like Bobby Lashley's a slouch anyway, but, you know. I think yeah. even if Bobby Lashley does beat a Brock Lesnar, he's going to come looking for Roma. So I, that's, you know, that's just how I feel in regards to that, you know, Seth Rollins and that whole dynamic of that particular match. It's it's going to be good because Seth is Seth. You know what I mean? But he's going to find He's going to tell his own story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like a cross promotional championship matchup. You know, you got Seth Rollins that's supposed to be on Raw, but he's going for the universal title. You know what I mean? You got a you got a guy like Brock Lesnar that does whatever he wants to do, you know. Facts. So, <laughs> so let's move on to the it couple versus the grit couple, man. Oh yeah, this is gonna be fun. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not expecting the the greatest in ring product because uh, Edge can wrestle circles around Miz, but that's not what this man is about. And then and then you have Beth Phoenix that can wrestle circles around Maurice, which which isn't that's not what it's about. And Maurice could actually wrestle back in the day. I think mm-hmm. she's, you know, too far removed from the ring to really go back to that style of performing. Yeah. But I think this is one of those things where the story, the story itself is going to carry. I mean, Edge is just, Edge and Miz are actors, right? Facts. So the story that I'm, like, I'm looking forward to what they're going to tell me when they get in the ring. You know? Yeah. And they add their wives, they add all these rings. Once again, you've, you've taken a program and you brought it to the main event because that has all these wrinkles that I have to, I need explanations for. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's the fun part. I knew Edge. I knew this match was coming in a minute. Beth Phoenix randomly decided she was leaving NXT. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I think we all know what's coming. We yeah. definitely want to get Miz. When when Miz came back with Maurice and she confronted Edge, I said, we all know what's going on. Like a week later, all of a sudden, Beth Phoenix decides she's, you know, whatever the time I was, she's she's done with NXT. And I was like, okay, either she's not happy come all the changes, but then or are we definitely finna get uh. Edge and uh, Beth Phoenix versus, um, you know, Miz and Maurice, Mrs. Mm-hmm. and Mrs. I guess you can call them. So, I think that's going to be really fun. Edge is like I said, Edge is hitting on all cylinders. You know, Miz is kind of went back to his, you know, his his other partner instead of John Morrison. They got released, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting. I, I like I like uh, Miz and Maurice. Miz always finds a way, mm-hmm. and I think they find a way this weekend. Um, I, I I was wrong. I picked them at WrestleMania against Cena and Nikki Bella. It's Tur- funny because terrible idea. And, and, and Miz said he still won. <laughs> he took a shot on uh, the Cheap Peach podcast earlier today, yesterday. And he said, "But I still won," you know, considering he still had. Uh, and, and you, we we talked about Zach, um, Matt Cardona, mm-hmm. and, and you know, out kicking his coverage. Yeah, did Miz ever? You know, outkick his coverage or what? Wow. You know, I mean, we people used to say that about Daniel Bryan as well. You right. Know, shout, shout out to those guys doing that. <laughs> shout out to them. Um, but yeah, you, you uh, got a you got a kick out of that, didn't you? you just get <laughs> one over there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to Kofi Weston tuning in on Twitch from the Dirty Hills podcast. Um. 
Yeah, so all right, Beth, um, Beth East, Becky Lynch and Dewdrop mm-hmm. for the Raw Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this. Um, I don't think anybody in the world's picking Dewdrop except maybe her family. Yeah, but I'm. Oh, well, that's not nice. I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. He said, besides her family. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm really excited to see her work with Becky Lynch. <laughs> I think it should be good. I think um, this is one of those situations where it's, it, you know, do drop. She gets that rub. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She gets a chance to work a big program to establish herself as a player. You know, maybe not a main event player, but she's. It's an introduction for her. Like, hey, you're you're here now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think you know Becky's working with all the younger. Younger ladies, or not really young, but the newer talent, because they naturally need new opponents. Yeah, you know what I mean. They they naturally need you know new opportunities. They can't you can't keep telling the same stories. So, uh, you know, um, you know, with with the absence of Nia Jax, they need they're going back to that to that uh that big mountain of a woman style of you know you know we we've we've had it with in the men's division we've had it with you know Big Show and uh, you know. The super heavyweights, you know, they're looking for that same representation amongst the women, you know, mm-hmm. that 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 major heavyweight presence. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I think I think, you know, she she gets an opportunity this weekend to really well, not this weekend, but, you know, she gets an opportunity to rumble to, uh, you know, show show that she belongs in that conversation as well and to kind of put her in that in that in that that place. So I'm looking forward to see how Becky Lynch brings the best out of her, you know what I mean? And see if she can kind of rise to the occasion. So. Yeah, real quick, 94 Royal Rumble, Final Four. Mm-hmm. Um, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Lex Luger, and Fatu. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm sitting, I'm like, wow, like um, yeah, he well, you know, obviously would later become Rikishi. Mm-hmm. He was a workhorse, man. Like he was doing a lot of the good spots in, you know. WWE, even as a, whether he was, he was kind of like that dependable guy. And I don't think a lot of people l- noticed that about him before right. obviously his, you know, the success of his career would come being Rikishi. But, you know, when he was 5'2", he was definitely, you know, before he was even a making a difference guy. Yeah, I remember that. He's the community guy. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. You know, as a child, I was like, oh, man, this is, this is pretty cool. Do you see how much times it really changed in regards to the, to the wrestling industry? Mm-hmm. Like, a guy can be there for that long and they'll, and they'll try to constantly try to find something for him to do versus now, man, if you can't cut the mustard in six months, you might get sent home. Yeah. Yeah. Too, but you know, everybody, you know, when the roster wasn't so big and then you also, now we know more about like the BSKs and the clicks, you know, they right. like protected each other, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, you know, uh, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm really excited about that match. You know, kind of gives me Lex, uh, Bret Hart, Razor Ramon vibes, 93, where it was like Razor Ramon's introduction. Because, you know, it was like he was still fresh on the card. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, like me and uh, Queen PR, she's reading Bret Hart's book for the third time. And she brought up the fact that they said, like, Bret said in his book, they put Razor Ramon in that spot because, you know, they had ran, he had ran out of heels to work with because of the fact that, you know, the steroid trial. Right. But, you know, it's just like, you know, at that time around that 93 you know brett razor came in 92 big program with savage and flair and would be perfect later even though it was warrior first you know and then like boom main event you know unfortunately he never became wwe champion because of you know all other stuff but 
You know, I'm interested to see what happens with Dewdrop moving forward. I think she'll be, you know, uh, a player down the line. Not yet, but, you know, after we get through, you know, maybe around the summer, she'll probably get another title shot at whomever's the champion. Right. No, I agree. Like I say, it's it's only time will tell. But, man, I think she has an amazing opportunity at the Rumble to really mm-hmm. uh, make a name for herself one way or another. Yeah. Now. It's time. <laughs> the Women's Royal Rumble match. So this is the this is the fifth rendition of it. Who do you like to win? The Women's Royal Rumble? Yeah, we'll start there. Bianca. 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 <laughs> Bianca. I, 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 like last year, I picked Bianca, and it was like so scary because she felt like, like an odds-on favorite. Then when she came in at number three, I'm like, oh, man. It's a little lower number. She went the distance, like Ric Flair, uh, who had the same number when he won. But I like her to win again. Obviously, there's the element of surprise. You know, there's the WWE's making the push for Ronda Rousey and whatnot. But I, I, I like Bianca to win this year's too. And we get that. You know, we talked about it last week, bringing us full circle with her match with Becky Lynch. I just think it makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To her, finish it off and then beat Becky at Mania. Yeah. Man, I think that's I don't know. That's just me, but uh Man, Dallas will go crazy. She'd be what <laughs> it, it it would make everything that much more worth it. It just reminds us of long-term booking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now for the men. Okay. Who you got? This is where I'm this is where I'm stuck because there's always somebody that I'm pulling for. Mm-hmm. But doesn't necessarily mean that they're legitimately in, in, in the best situation to actually win. Yeah. Right? So, like, uh, my first obvious choice is always going to be, like, AJ Styles, right? Just because it's AJ Styles. But then I'm like, realistically, who who who's up next? Who do I see actually winning this? Um, so, honestly, I'm pushing for, like, uh, maybe Kevin Owens or AJ Styles. Okay. It's funny because that's my pick. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm dead serious. And I don't know if you saw the graphic that we put in work mm-hmm. for, for work, but everybody on my show picked AJ Styles to the point like when I'm like turning in the picks, <laughs> Shoemaker's like, why did y'all pick AJ Styles? But like nobody talked about this, right? Right. And even to the point like when people sending in this, like my guys were sending it to me separately. Right. And it was just, and, and my reasoning was, mm-hmm. it, it reminds me when you and I talk, um, before Drew McIntyre won. Okay. This is what made me pick AJ Styles. Just let you know where my head, head was, right? Mm-hmm. When you and I talked, I remember we, we didn't even have like a weekly show at the time. But I was like, hey, man, you know, like, you know, it's when our shows was on tape, you know, phone conversations in the morning. Right. I said, who you like to win the Royal Rumble? He was like, Drew McIntyre. I was like, oh, really? He was like, I think they about to get him going again. I was like, so I'm listening. He was like, you know, you just think about like leading up, he's been away from the title long enough or the title picture, and he's starting to get those wins. You know, he broke away from Dolph. He came up, you know, and the way you put it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. So when he won, show enough. So I'm thinking the same thing. AJ Styles been away from the title picture. Right. Had a quick in and out with almost. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I think, you know, to me, AJ Styles wins the Royal Rumble and goes on. I think that 
See, I'm confused because I, I really th- so I'm really picking Bobby Lashley to win. And and I think you could have that match there. Mm-hmm. Or, but what I would love to see is Big E and Bobby Lashley go at it for the WWE Championship and then Big E beat Lashley at WrestleMania. So <laughs> that's 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 where I'm at. <laughs> Yeah, I, sorry, I just had to, I had to think about it for a second. I was like, well, <laughs> like I was really sitting there in deep thought, trying to put it together in my head. Like, well, okay, I'm okay with it. I'm mm-hmm. okay with it. Um, I think this year's Rumble is uh, as long as it's fun, man. Like, I, I just, I don't, I don't. The Rumble is a big event. That a Rumble is on the same level with me as like, it's like watching a big football game, like a, you know what I mean, like a, a Super Bowl or you know what I mean some type of sporting event. It's not meant to be, it's, it's you know, if I'm watching wrestling once a year, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or, or I watch occasionally, this is something that I'm going to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, that's how I feel about this year's Rumble, man. I think they, they're going to try to get AJ going again. But like I said, man, there's, there's, a, there's all these X factors that we're not familiar with, including these um, potential surprises. You know what I mean? We don't know what direction they're going to go. Wait, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it more than anything. So, but if I don't pick somebody, of course I'm gonna go with my guy AJ Styles. Uh Dan Bryan's on the other side. But so yeah. It's it's this what makes it so much fun. You you brought up football games, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Championship Sunday, which mm-hmm. is this Sunday, which I'm glad the Rumble's on Saturday this year for that reason. Right. Championship Sunday, there's always like a lot of times where it can be better than the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And Royal Rumble, in some cases, you can get more excited for it than WrestleMania because WrestleMania is going like the Super Bowl going to have all the hoopla, but the Royal Rumble is just going to give you so much action. Right. You right. know, um, Queen PR said yesterday that the thing she loves about the Rumble is it's the one event you can like introduce a non wrestling fan to and just sure. like, hey, come sit down and watch this. You know, same, yeah, just same way. You know what I mean? Same, you just like- had those parties, you know. Right, like if you you know, how many people go to Super Bowl parties every year? Don't care anything about the game, mm-hmm. because it, it's like it's like a it's like I don't want to say it's like WrestleMania, which is my what I was about to say, but it's like the same. It's the same vibe at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's 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 a big event. It's fun. You know the the casual viewer or the casual fan can always come back to visit because you never know who's going to show up. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then you you never know who you're gonna actually gravitate to once you begin to watch it. So, yeah. And, and, and Kofi in the uh, chat said, "Who would you like to see as a special entry?" I know last week you said um, you named a few guys that you would like to see. Um, I, 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 now, what does it mean special? You mean like just like a surprise, guys, or just yeah, yeah, surprise? I want to see Bray Wyatt return. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I want to see Bray Wyatt return. I don't think, um, yeah, I think he's probably the biggest one. I'm like, now, I, and and uh, I want to see if they do anything with this forbidden door. I know they have Mickey James coming through, but I'm like, oh, you know, maybe it's like a Rhino from TNA from Impact, you know. So I, I don't know, man. Like I said, my my surprise. I want to see either Jeff Hardy or Bray Wyatt. I know one is probably more far fetched than the other, yeah. or they both could be all the way far left field, but. Yeah, if I, I was you... a betting man, I would definitely say, um, 
Definitely Bray Wyatt. Yeah. What about the return Cody? of the Fiend? Cody just mm. lost the title. No. Okay. You think that ship sailed for now? Yeah, I just don't think it's a lot of. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think I would need some. I still think that it's, they have to go somewhere in regards to these surprises because nobody wants to do a big one off and then no explanation for it. Yeah. So, excuse me. So, um, so, uh, like I said, I, I don't know how, how real the Forbidden Door actually really is. I know there's rumblings, and I think the rumblings and the rumors itself is going to be enough to get people kind of like interested and locked in. But honestly, I just, it's tough to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I, I, I want to be excited to say, man, maybe we might see a lot of things that we haven't been privy to before. I know they did it with the ladies, probably trying to fill spots and, you know, with more familiar faces than not. Um, but, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. And, and that's the thing, you know, um, just seeing, you know, I, I, I like, I don't want to know, you know, mm-hmm. one of the people I don't want to know. I just want to let it happen. And then, you know, pop for it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's, that's what you, you know, I don't want to see the surprise entry. Who, mm-hmm. is there anybody that, that, that's out right now that with this, we just completely neglect him because we just haven't seen or heard from him. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot he's out. He could show up. That's a good question. Um, it's hard because, like, I'm trying to think, like, who didn't get released? Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, you know, like, you remember back in the day when, like, they would always do releases and like JTG would always still be around, right? Like, I can't think of nobody, like, who's on, like, that status, if that make any sense. No, it makes perfect sense. It's, it's, it, and I think, once again, I, I've, I've said a thousand times, I've, I've said it quite a few times on the show tonight as we, uh, you know, kind of get to this, what you call it, mm-hmm. to, into this, 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 this time of the podcast. I just, I think that's what's going to make it exciting and fun. Whether Kane. No, not Kane. <laughs> I don't think you see Kane. Because like Kane, well, wait, he went in the Hall of Fame, but he never retired. I mean, I think that's kind of obvious. That's an obvious one. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like, oh, it's Kane. Okay, cool. Like, we get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I want it to be somebody special or different. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a, but like I said, K- Kane is a good one, though. Yeah. Um, think, think maybe Big Show or Mark Henry? Mm, maybe. Because those older guys, you don't have to explain anything. They're, they're one-offs. Like, you don't yeah. got to, they don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to say, okay, like if Cody shows up on WWE for Royal Rumble, he can't pretend like he didn't show up in Royal Rumble by the time he goes to, True. to um, you know, uh, AEW Dynamite or Rampage. That people are going to want explanation because they're going to know he's over there. That's the whole point of this whole yeah. Forbidden Door. We're going to, let's not pretend like we don't, you know, you all don't know what goes on. So we're just kind of going to go there. Right. You know, and I said that with the older guys because they're one-offs. Like, Mark Henry's retired, you know, Big Show's retired. They just come back to have one more match. It doesn't take away from what they do at AEW, and it doesn't really add to what WWE's already doing with their current youth movement and their new level of coaches, so. hmm Could you throw Billy Gunn in that mix? Maybe, yeah. Same one, same thing. Like, you know, like, I know he's, he's like, like wrestle, but he's not, like, in, like, a major program. You know, he's not like in a Cody program. You know what I mean? I mean, he, well, he kind of is now because, you know, he's, he, he's kind of vying for his sons to go after the AEW tag titles. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. You know what I mean? He just he just had his boys attack Christian the other day. Jeff Jarrett. 
Jeffrey. Yeah, I thought we saw Jeff Jarrett already. Well, wait, he was on, yeah. Yeah, he was on TV the other day, wasn't he? He was on TV the other yeah, day. Because I'm like, I know Bischoff was there. I just saw it because Royal Rumble, you know, Peacock will roll through. So now right. it's Royal Rumble 95. And so mm -hmm. it's Jeff Jarrett versus Razor Ramon when Jeff Jarrett won the title. Right. So I was like, oh, yeah, he could show up at the Royal Rumble. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I think I've run out, I've run out of answers. Yeah. But um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Man, I'm looking forward to the Rumble, man. This is, like I said, this is one of the most exciting times of year. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of implications. Uh, a lot of things riding on what happens here. This is the proverbial road to WrestleMania. It starts at the Royal Rumble. But I think they did a really good job of making this event uh, matter and keep this event, this event important. You know what I mean? If it isn't always the best in a lot of situations, I'm just looking forward because they, you know they're setting up for a huge WrestleMania in Dallas. Yeah. So that you, 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 they know where they want it, where it ends up at. I think now they're like, now we got to go back, put these pieces together, and we got to make it make sense. Yeah, let's let's try Dallas again. You know, last time it was there, they had all those injuries. One of us went out. God, dag it. Well, uh, okay, yeah. there you go. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm excited about it as we go, uh, you know, get ready to close. Um, like you said, they always find a way to keep the Royal Rumble relevant. Right. I usually hear people say, I'm not excited, this excited about WrestleMania. It's very rare I hear people, you know, casual fans or people who don't just look to complain say they're not excited about the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So um I'll be excited to see what happens and you know. Make sure y'all stay tuned to the Wrestling Realm accounts because we will be live tweeting the show, one of us. <laughs> um, I've already been asked, like, what are we having to eat? You 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 got any food plans? No, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I don't think the children know that the Royal Realm's coming up. I just haven't said anything about it. <laughs> well, you wait till SmackDown come on tomorrow, brother. It's gonna be like a pleasant surprise. Like uh, they'll know it's coming, but they don't know the actual day. I'm gonna go back, surprise, it's on. Yeah, gotcha. I save, save myself some money. <laughs> I might need to go to that place from around the corner from your house. What what, what place is that? That food spot that um, y'all ordered from back in last spring, the first time I came over. Um, with the the chicken. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And time the fish. I was I was thinking about the wrong place. I was thinking about my mom's house. Um, what is that? That's uh, so I don't know. Is it so boat? That's so boat. Okay, I don't know, but it was some kind of good, as my great grandmother used to say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a uh, yeah, sailboat, man. Yeah, man. Nah, yeah, sailboat. Yes, I mean that's 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 how you gotta enjoy the rumble, man. Party style, like it's you know, throw out the wings, bring out the mac and cheese, the pizza, whatever you gotta do to make it happen, man. Get mm -hmm. stuff from a nice big TV screen and just and enjoy it. One yeah. last thing: do you, have you ever thought about going to a rumble? Like, uh -huh. like, like we don't talk about it a lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and I thought, and this seems like the perfect time to be like, look. It's funny because somebody I just got an update from the ESPN saying <laughs> relive, relive the Rumble. We never really hear people say, "Yo, I can't wait. I want to go to WrestleMania. I want to go to this third. I want to see a TLC. I want to see a Hell in a Cell." But mm -hmm. we never really fully discussed like, "Yo, I want to see actual." Oh man, I I hear him. Five, four, three, two, one. Joy will be back. There he All is. All right, the, yeah. But you said, have I um, ever gone to one, thought about it? Yeah, like we never talk about, oh, I want to go to a run. We talk about mania. We talk about everything else. But we 
I've never really once had a conversation. Man, I, I got to see me a Royal Rumble live in person. Do you think you had the patience to uh, experience a, a Rumble live in person? So that's always been the goal. Um, okay. The goal yeah. is always do to, to do the classic four, right? Sure. Yep. Five if you want to throw money in a bank in there mm-hmm. at this point. Um, yeah, I haven't seen a Hell in a Cell in person. I've seen, yes, I have, WrestleMania 28. Uh, but that was outside. Like, I want to see Hell in a Cell inside. Um, but I, I definitely want to get to a Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, that was the plan. It was penciled in this year, but COVID. But I'm hoping next year I can go. Um, but Royal Rumble and SummerSlam are definitely the next two I have to do. Survivor okay. Series was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's like, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not our ch- childhood Survivor Series. But it's still dope to see the elimination, even though, you know, that whole process. But. Yeah, right. Royal Rumble, that's definitely a goal of mine. How about yours? No, definitely. I, I agree 100%, man. I, I want to be I, in the crowd yelling 10, 9. There you go. You know? You, you got to have those experiences at least once. Now, there's people out there that do that every time. That's their that's part of their routine. Mm-hmm. It's it's uncommon for them to miss a uh, a wrestling event versus for us. It's like, you know, there's still a lot of first there on the bones. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you, man. I think that's... Uh, I mean, I think that's just what it's all about. That like that's that's the missing piece. You know, we watch it a thousand times. We watched it growing up, man, but experiencing it, to me, that's always the next level. Like, of course, we always talk about WrestleMania, but I want to experience the WrestleMania. We talk about a Royal Rumble, but I want to experience the Royal Rumble. You know, there's always a difference between watching something and experiencing it. So yep. I think that's where mentally my mind is starting to go now as uh, you know, I'm getting older and I'm uh setting some goals and you know, trying to get in some situations and you know. Mm-hmm. You, you begin to look at it from that perspective versus, you know, hey man, this we, we watch this a thousand times. We've enjoyed it so much, but let's 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 experience it. You know, we can watch it all you want, but the experience is what lasts forever. That's what stays with us. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely, man, absolutely. I can't say it no better than myself. Um, oh yeah, before we get out of here, man, definitely mm-hmm. want to recognize uh, Daily Smart on Twitter uh, for recognizing the wrestling realm in the five star category. Yes, sir. Uh, podcast, you know, and I mean, you you just go and look and see all the podcasts they listed. But yeah, we was under the five star category, so we appreciate that. Um, y'all out there, you watching on Apple? I mean, if you're listening on Apple, or if you're listening or watching, because you can watch podcast podcast on Spotify. If y'all don't know that, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the wrestling round videos do come up when we upload the show. So make sure y'all check that out and drop us a five-star rating on both of those. You can rate in Spotify. So give us a five stars. But um, yeah, uh, make sure you follow the real Dwayne Allen at Dwayne Allen24 at TRDA brand. Follow me at Brian H. Waters. And last but not least, make sure you cop a shirt. Proud wrestling fan. I'm proud fan. I know you are too. So make, uh-huh. sure you, <laughs> make sure y'all uh, grab some merch on the wrestlingrealm.com. Uh, appreciate everybody. Wayne, appreciate you, brother. Who? I said, I said, Dwayne, I appreciate Oh, my you, bad. Brother. I thought you said, wait, I'm like, wait, who's, who's Wayne? Is he, is he checking in? <laughs> no, I would nah, man, I, I appreciate you too, man. Like I said, this is, this is, uh, you know, it's never gets old. It's kind of what we do. So, yes, sir. Till the next time, folks. Too sweet. Houston, we have a problem. Yes!